Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello, I'm Geoff Lacey. And I'm Claire Venice. We're in the centre of town. With lots of local businesses in this week's Peapod. If you love Petersfield... I love the square. The hangers. The open air swimming pool. Lots of fun shops. Then the Peapod loves you. It's just a nice town. Everything Petersfield is in the Peapod. With Claire Venice and Geoff Lacey. Thank you for joining us in the Peapod. To coincide with National Small Business Saturday, this week the Peapod comes from Winton House at the inaugural Petersfield Small Business Fair. We speak to Beth Sforoska, who was instrumental in organising this local fair, and meet some of our town's sole independent traders, offering new and exciting business ideas to the Petersfield marketplace. John Walker from the Petersfield Post has your latest local news and Susie squelches her way around Iping Common. We end this week's Peapod with new music from local band Astro Moda and their song, More To You. The P stands for Petersfield. Petersfield is special to me. The Peapod. Hello, Joff. Hello, Claire. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Well... What a morning we've had. We've had a great morning. So we're recording these links after the event. And I've got to say, what a wonderful morning we had at the Small Business Fair. It was a really good morning. You know, Winton House was full of people coming to see what small businesses have on offer in our area. I really enjoyed myself. Did you, John? I did, yes. Uh, It was great to catch up with Linda from the swimming pool. Made us all feel a little bit warmer and reminds us of summer on this very cold morning. Yeah, reminded us that we actually didn't go for an early morning swim. And now you put your foot in it because we've got to next year. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, but when you say you're going to do something, technically you should do it. So I feel we've let everyone down by not doing it this year. Oh, okay. All right. All right. (laughs) We'll do it. Um, But no, really great to meet so many people. And for Beth, you know, who's organised this event... To have such a successful first small business fair. Congratulations, Beth. So, Claire, small businesses need technology and technology is ever-changing. I've got a fact for you. Today, we are recording this on Saturday the 3rd of December. There is a 30th anniversary happening today. What do you think that is? Ooh, 30 years ago. That was 1992. It was, yeah. I don't know. Tell well, me. We're, we use our, we're using using it Today, as we read our scripts, it is the 30th anniversary of the sending of the first SMS text. Wow, is it really? It is. 30 years? Yes. And I read somewhere that it's, um, it was 2.1 kilograms, which is the same weight as 14 iPhone 14s. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, do you remember those first phones? <laughs> I, well, no, I, I avoided a f- mobiles till the 2000s, I think. So I, just I, recently? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> The phone, texting, WhatsApp, all those, it's a way of life. It's how businesses and people survive. Yeah, and definitely during the pandemic, a lot of people went online, you know, to yeah. search for items that they needed to find. And lots of actually small businesses started, didn't they? They had time to set up, set themselves up online. But as we discovered today, it's nothing quite like meeting people in person. And that was, that was what I was getting from everyone, to be able to look into their eyes and to talk to them face to face. It's great being able to do things online, pick it up the phone, that type of thing, but you get to really know the real person. And especially a lot of the businesses that we met, it is one-on-one, holistic healing, all that type of thing. You can't do that over the, over, over, over the internet. No, no, but as we've discovered, 
Today and also Thursday evening when we went around to the late night opening of some of the independent businesses on Lavent Street and Chapel Street, there are a lot of amazing independent businesses in our area. How important is the support these? I think so. I think so. If we all do one thing this Christmas and actually shop local, it will be able to do so much more for Petersfield and the surrounding area. Absolutely. And to say, go further than the high street and the square, because rent, rent on those buildings must be huge. And so for small businesses starting out, that's not something you probably can't afford. No. So look further beyond the high street and the square to find those special places. And we love to hear from you. So if you have a story you'd like us to cover or would just like to say hi, please call or WhatsApp us on 01730 555 500 or send an email to team at shineradio.uk. Coming up, John Walker has your up-to-date local news and Beth Swaroska explains why she wanted to organise a small business fair in Petersfield. But first, if you enjoy singing a Christmas carol or two, Shine Radio will host Doorstep Carols once again this year on Wednesday, December the 14th and on Christmas Eve. Shine Radio is the home of Doorstep Carols in Petersfield. Next Wednesday night, it's Doorstep Carols on Petersfield Shine Radio. Sing along with the radio to all your Christmas favourites. Grab a copy of this week's Petersfield Post for all the sing-along words and then turn up Shine Radio next Wednesday night at 6. All you need is your best singing voice, the words from the Petersfield Post, Shine Radio turned up loud... Oh, and a doorstep. That would help. Grab a copy of the Petersfield Post for all the words and then sing along with the radio next Wednesday night at six. See you on the doorstep. Hello, John. How are you? Very well, mate. Very well. It's nice to be back in the townhouse beer garden with a pint of Guinness and no cigarettes. So, John, how's your week been? Yeah, very well. I've been walking about the town, have a look, see what's going on, so I can't cycle anymore. Yes, I was a bit surprised today, John, that you didn't come down on your bike. Any particular reason? It was stolen, Joff. In all fairness, it was stolen. It was uh, not in the town centre or anywhere like that. It was outside the Queen's Head at Sheik. <laughs> so, there we are. But I believe there has been quite a spate of bike thefts recently. Yeah, there appears to be. Well, there has been. And they're very blatant ones, middle of the day. Daylight. Uh, three lads were spotted stealing two electric bikes outside White Rose. Middle of the day, just walked up, cut the chains, the, the cables with the padlocks and uh, got on them and gaily rode off. But uh, they they're, uh, seem to be targeting mountain bikes and one does wonder whether that's because of the state of the pavements in Petersfield, more of which I'm sure we will discuss at a later date, Geoff. We're moving on from roads... Pavements and parking this week. John, uh, what else has caught your eye? Well, that's pretty much killed us, to be <laughs> fair, John. You'll be telling me next we can't talk about councils. No, I think we'll give them a Christmas break as well. Well, uh, <laughs> it's been cold lately, hasn't it? Well, the, uh, the uh, poppy appeal, the peaceful poppy appeal, has done very well again this year, despite the cost of living crisis and um, other un- ongoing expenditures on households I think they've managed to raise getting on for 29,000 which is I think it's fantastic and um, 
people like Daz Hare and uh, David Lloyd and the other RBL members, Royal British Legion members, who are all elderly, they're all retired veterans, to get out and, and raise that sort of money, I think is fantastic. And it also shows the generosity of the town, the people who live here. I mean, that's it's roughly two, £2.50 a head, which I think is a great thing. As we get nearer to Christmas, John, it's great to see that the Swan Street car park is free between 10 and 4 for the four Saturdays in December. Yeah, I mean, it's a good thing. I mean, it, it, uh, it's going to relieve the pressure. It's, it's 60 spots or whatever it is it's got in there. I mean, they couldn't have done it in the Waitrose car park so everybody could take advantage. But So, yes, if you're quick off the mark and you're lucky, you can park for free in that tiny Swan Street car park. And anything to finish on, John? Yeah, well, it's nice to see the water level in the heath is rising again. Um, there were concerns in the summer that it was going to dry up and become a puddle. <laughs> and, but it seems to be filling up again nicely after all the rain we've had. Although it doesn't look to have breached the level that it was last summer. So whether it's going to be permanently about 18 inches lower than it was before, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But it's, it's slowly filling up again, which I think is a good thing particularly for the fish who were bumping into each other before. Great stuff, John. You have a good week. And next week, I believe we're going to be out and about. Yes, we're out and about next week. I believe we're going to go out and actually have a look at the uh, pavements and uh, the roads and the potholes and too many signs and too many nail bars and all sorts of things we're going to look at. Can't wait, John. You take care. See you later, mate. Have a good week. The Peaceful Post is out every Wednesday and now costs £1.20. So please get one with your weekly shop or subscribe to the digital version. Small Business Saturday was introduced in America in 2010 by American Express and first took place in the UK in December 2013. With an estimated 5.5 million small businesses in the UK, according to recent gov.uk statistics, Small Business Saturday is a great opportunity for small businesses to promote themselves and generate trade. Local businesswoman Beth Swarovska decided to champion small businesses in the Petersphere and with the help of the town council, the Petersfield Small Business Fair was born. Hi Beth. Hi and thanks so much for being with us today. Well thank you for inviting us to come along. There's a real sense of excitement here actually isn't there, isn't there? as everyone can get a chance to see what's available. There are three different rooms you have fits to bursting with small businesses. How does that feel? Oh, it feels amazing, and I'm so thrilled that the businesses have embraced the idea and how many of us have been inspired just to push our businesses on a little bit more as a result of having this day to come together. So, um, for instance, one business here, they've got business cards made for the first time. Um, Something that I've done is um, I've got a card reader for the first time so I can take credit card payments and I wouldn't probably have done that unless I'd had the prompt of the fair. Um, there's a lovely B&B, um, the Bridge Cottage Eco B&B in Sheet and they'd been meaning to get a 3D tour sort of thing done of their space that they can put on their website um, and the fair was the prompt to actually do it. So there's a feeling that we've all done some development and made some steps forward just as a result of having this date in the diary and coming together. And what prompted you to do this? Because I say, it's a, a big event to put together. 
what was your thought process behind yeah, it? So, so my, my experience was, um, so I, I'm a Pilates teacher, a sole, sole trader, and uh, one of the venues I hire is the community centre at Love Lane, and they had an open day over the summer, and all the hirers were invited to have a table. And I thought, oh, that sounds good, I'll give it a try. And I found that was very helpful to meet new customers. And then when I saw Winton House had an open day, I thought I'd really like to be there. And whilst I didn't have a connection to Winton House, I asked my customer, who's a trustee, could I do it? And they said, yes. So I came, I set up my little stall again. And this time I booked two new customers. Those two new customers have been the start of a new group on a Monday, which has now grown to six. And I start to get the idea that this little tabletop format, face-to-face, is successful for little businesses. And so then I was looking around one of my classes and I could see we've got a textile designer, we've got um, a baker, uh, we've got a soft tissue therapist, we've got a beauty therapist. These are all businesses that are doing great things and could perhaps benefit a great deal from this face-to-face format. I felt, well, I owe Winton House a little bit now because they let me come and exhibit and so let's bring a, an event to Winton House because it's such a good space, it's so central and um, I think we should support each other and support our community assets and that's what we're doing, that's what we're doing today. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? There are a lot of businesses online but that face-to-face contact makes such a difference. Um, it, it really does. And so it's brilliant to be able to meet people and, and find out a bit more about what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, many of the things are services that we've got here today. So we've got a uh, beauty therapist, a uh, photographer, uh, a ballet teacher, um, a gong therapist. And I'm interested to hear more about gong therapy and how that works. And uh, financial planning and these are relationship businesses and so there's only a certain amount that you can convey online when it's relationship you it makes a difference doesn't it to look someone in the eye and to speak to them and respond to their body language and so I think that in a community like Petersfield we've we've just got that beautiful town centre the proximity to each other and so let's make more use of it and enjoy and benefit from that face-to-face contact. So, Beth, we're going to go around and speak to a number of businesses this morning, and we're going to ask them what they do. Tell me, what does Pilates actually mean and do? Pilates is a a form of mind-body exercise, and it originates in rehabilitation, and I've kind of kept that tradition of rehabilitation, wellness, well-being. Uh, I focus on posture, strength balance and particularly for people who might have something that's that they want to work on uh, whether that's to do with their bone health if they've got osteopenia or osteoporosis if they've got chronic pain if they've got a neurological condition I can help them to be well through exercise whatever their situation and I work one-to-one and in groups in community venues in the town. And of course, Beth, you've organised this today, but you've also had a little bit of help along the way. We've had a lot of help. I'm so grateful to the town council for their support and for seeing the vision and giving us some backup with some funds which have allowed us to design uh, some branding 
uh, to get some posters and some banners and I think really have given us the endorsement that the town council likes the idea and they'll support. Uh, I'm so grateful to the, the mayor, Peter Plist, for, for coming along to, to open it as well. Uh, so grateful to Shine Radio as well for your interest. Thank you. And uh, it's great that we've got the free parking in town as well, every Saturday now through December. And uh, again, that comes down to the Town Council and East Hampshire District Council. Thanks very much, Beth. And here's to maybe the second small business fair happening next year. Yeah, looking forward to it already. And if people would like to exhibit... Uh, or to take part in any way to come and help run it. We run it on a not-for-profit basis, so all of our energies in creating the fair are at no charge. Uh, so if anyone would like to somehow join the team in any way, I'd, I'd love to hear from, from them. Um, you can email me at beth at bethpilates.com. Thank you, Beth. Susie's Wild Walk is at Iping Common this week in rather squelchy conditions, as she muses about golden retrievers and old swing towels. Well, Rain and I are squelching through Iping Common. I'm caught in the middle for the third day running. This is why I'm a bit late recording the Wild Hawk this week because literally we've been through the Great Grimpen Mire on just about every walk. So I've started it and then I couldn't concentrate. Oh, you see, here I go. Here I go again. Oh, Rain, what am I doing? Um... No, leave that. It's a beer can. So, oh, why didn't I wear my Wellingtons? I'm actually... Oh, now I'm on a gorse bush. This is a nightmare. Oh, now I've tripped. Right, OK. We're on a sort of flat bit. I don't know how we're to get back to the car because that was just attritional. Anyway, now I'm striding on. It's not brilliant. There's going to be lots of shrieking and squelching. How can we find a route, Baba? Um, oh, if you can hear squelch and suck, that's also because, can you believe we've had so much rain? It has just been the wettest November. And let me tell you, if anyone is thinking of getting a golden retriever, my advice would be don't. Um, or try and organise it so at least it's a tiny puppy for these months of the year because... Oh, heck, there's actually sort of ice over that bit. Um, My fingertips have gone. So at least I suppose it's cold. And the sun is shining this afternoon. So I've been lulled into a false sense of security. Uh, But there we are. And it is the most beautiful view. At last, the leaves have turned. The pine trees are spiky. Um, Distant traffic, you can probably hear. But um, it's a very, very blue sky with very pink-tinged clouds. So if I look up, can you look up as well, Ray? No, she's more interested in what's on the ground because, of course, her world is her nose. Um, But if I look up... Oh, dear. If I look up, I then walk in to water. So I'm not going to look up very much. Anyway, my advice would be don't get a golden retriever because I seem to have spent my entire life, despite energy bills, washing dog towels. And um, I've been doing a romance course, uh, a virtual romance course with Curtis Brown Creative with 
the wonderful writer Marion Keyes, who makes me roar with laughter. And it fascinates me how, when pressed, you have to write 700 words very quickly. And when pressed, one is sort of mining childhood and so on. And um, and I had, it was a comedy scene. I had a bit, no, don't, maybe don't go in there. It looks awful. Come out. Um, I had a bit where I mentioned that a swimming towel, an old swimming towel, I mean, this is a couple in their 40s. And she goes round to her best friend's house and his downstairs Lou has got his old swimming towel in it with a Cash's name tag on it. Remember those? And I laughed because I realised I'd last seen it on one of the dog towels, which is indeed my old swimming towel with Susan Shackleton, as I then was on it still. So my goodness. I have to say that the cash's name tag is lasting very much better than its previous owner. Anyway, enough of this. Oh, now I'm getting a bit puffed up. If you think this is ridiculous and that I'm walking in a straight line, you need to be impressed that I've actually been dibbing around and leaping in the air. So I'm sorry if that's made the binaural earbuds that I'm recording this on sound a bit peculiar. But it's rather wonderful. I'm going to pause now and hope to entertain you more fully. Oh, <laughs> those are midges coming at me. Rain, what are we doing? The poor listeners. Right. Oh, no, this is splendid, though. I've just come out into the open and that fog that we had this morning has mostly gone from the upper air, which still has a kind of crystalline quality to it, though. But it's just sunk like a cloud into the low valley that I can see. And the distant downs are quite purple. But the sun is setting so quickly at the moment. I don't know if you noticed. And it was very dark when I got up this morning at seven. So I really look forward to the days stretching out a little bit. And we can have more fun, can't we? Coming up, we meet some of the stallholders here today. But first, let's speak to our town mayor, Peter Clift, who opened the small business fair this morning. Every large business starts as a small business. And I'm very grateful to you for keeping that tradition up. Welcome. And I think before we start properly, we should say thank you to the person who was the inspiration of all of this. So, one cheer for Beth. Ready? I declare this event open, and I hope that everything goes very well for all of you. Thank you. Hello, Peter. How are you this morning? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. You've just cut open the ribbon to open Petersfield's very first small business fair. I have. Yeah, it's rather exciting, isn't it? What does it mean to Petersfield, then, to support local small businesses? Uh, Well, I mean, as you know, today is Small Business Day uh, nationally. And A, it's great that Petersfield is taking part. And B... It's great that Petersfield has got a thriving small business sector. And if you look around, I mean, there's all sorts of small businesses represented here. And I had no idea that they were in Petersfield. But this is a showcase, isn't it? And that's splendid. 
And there are a lot of shops closed on the high street now. Uh, times are tough for businesses. How can we as a community uh, support our small businesses to be seen and, and heard and indeed to, to thrive? Well, I mean, there's an old saying, isn't there? Use it or lose it. And I think with small businesses, we certainly try and buy local um, in person if we can. Um, I don't think that's the answer for everything. And I think in the long term, the number of, of high street shops that there is will decline. And I suspect that some of them will be transferred or changed into uh, dwellings, into residential. But then, you know, the... the the places nearer the centre of towns historically have had more houses than we have at the moment. We had quite a, a process of transferring, changing dwellings into shops and I think we may have some of it going back the other way. But I mean the key answer is use your local shops. There was an evening last week on Thursday, a late night shopping evening that was organised by uh, Antonia Troth from Madeline's Deli to help support the smaller independent businesses along Lavant Street and Chapel Street. And they took that on themselves to help promote what they're doing. Should there be more of that in their Yeah, in the I think. I suspect individual initiatives are great. OK, well, it's, it's been lovely to talk to you this morning. Thank you very much Pleasure. for talking to us about it. And uh, here's to a successful inaugural Petersfield Small Business Fair. Uh, well, amen to that. Thank you. We have now started our tour of the Small Business Fair and we've entered into Zone 2, uh, where we have... Oh, I'm going to get this wrong. Boudoir Boutique, Louise Bat Holistic Therapies and Beauty, Reshape Life Personal Coaching, and Tina Knowles Photography. <laughs> wow. <that. laughs> <laughs> Everyone well, held their breath. Yeah. What, what an introduction that was. Great start. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to last as long as that, but there we go. It's still going. <laughs> that is an amazing gong. <laughs> and that is the gong that belongs to Joe from Reshape Life Personal Coaching. Hi, Joe. Hello. Hello. Thank you for starting the fair off with that. Yeah, my pleasure. Can you explain a bit more about what you do? Yes, yes. So I'm a psychotherapist. I work with people. I hold space for them to, to sort through whatever it is that needs to be sorted through or to find what it is that needs to be sorted through. And I also more specifically work with sound as a tool for psychotherapy. So um, it helps create changes in the brain uh, that make uh, the psychotherapy process richer and help us get in there and work out what is going on in the psyche what's going on in the subconscious and reprogram stuff uh, where it needs to be done we're looking at a huge gong which we heard earlier what can the gong bring to what you do well the, it works in two ways um, on a therapeutic level. The first is physiological, so being in the room with the sound um, is, is a deeply soothing experience. Um, so the idea is, on a physiological level, that the body on, in some way becomes in tune, uh, entrained or tuned in with the frequencies emitted by the gongs. So that's the sound immersion element. On a psychotherapeutic level, it's about um, using the gongs 
to create a state in the mind that we can then work with more effectively than when we're in that sort of high vigilance, busy way of being. That makes sense. Absolutely fascinating. (laughs) And Joe, how can our listeners get in touch with you and find out more about what you offer? Yes, of course. So um, they can visit my website, which is reshapelife.co.uk. They can email me, info at reshapelife.co.uk. I have recently started using Instagram, and I, it's, I think it's reshape.life. Um, and, you know, uh, I've, there's a phone number as well. It's Brilliant. Joe, yeah. thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much. Thank you for speaking with me. Zone 2 has become a hubbub of activity after we've just finished speaking to Joe, We've now moved along to Jane from Boudoir Boutique and I'm looking at some quite short outfits, Claire. What, what, do you, what, do you, what can you see? Yeah, lots of sparkly numbers, actually. It's caught my eye. Hi, Jane. Hi. Hi. Hello. Can you tell us a bit more about what you do at Boudoir Boutique with your lovely short sparkly clothes? Um, well, they're outfits for um, circus performers, um, so um, pole dancers, um, trapeze artists, um, and festival goers. They're all handmade. Um, custom maids, uh, I, I make them to people's specifications or um, my, my own designs. Now, pole dancing is a, is a great way of um, exercising, <laughs> is that right? It is, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Do you fancy having a go then, John? Well, I, I don't think there's a pole big enough. <laughs> there's probably a sparkly number that you can try on, though. How long have you been in business doing these, this kind uh, of outfit? Years. 12 years. And what made you want to come to the Small Business Fair today? Um, Well, I just thought it might be great to get a little bit of a local profile rather than just always shipping it off to America. (laughs) It's been fascinating finding out more about what you do. Thanks so much and good luck today. Okay, thank you. Bye. And one step to our left, we're now with... Louise from Louise Bat Holistic Therapies and Beauty Treatments. Hello, how are you? Very well, how's it going? Good, very well, thank you. So just give us a quick overview of what you offer. Um, I am a holistic therapist. Um, I work from, uh, I have my own salon in room set up in Liss in, and I offer reflexology, aromatherapy, massage, beauty treatments um, and I can tailor, I tailor make the uh, treatments for people to what they require so they don't have to have an hour facial, they could have half an hour back massage and half an hour facial so um, treating the whole being holistically. And what made you want to come to the small business fair today? Um, just to, I've started um, using Neil's Yard products and becoming a Neil's Yard consultant, so just to get a bit more of a client base. I have a good client base at home, but sometimes you do get quiet time, so it's literally it might be the only hour in the day they actually take time to look after themselves, to lay down um, and talk about it. It helps people to open up, talk about their problems, and hopefully I'm a, a bit of a sunshine in their, in their life. So... Nice ideas for Christmas presents too. Yes, I do sell vouchers. There you go. And how can prospective customers get hold of you? Um, I have email and uh, my phone numbers and I've got leaflets here. Thank you very much, Louise. Nice to meet you. And the final stall in Zone 2 is Tina Knowles Photography. And we're joined by Tina now. Hello, Tina. How are you? I'm really well, thanks. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. So, what's brought you along to the Small Business Fair this morning? I know Beth, and she asked if I'd take part, and I like to sort of get involved in anything to do with the community, so here I am, basically. And we saw you at the beginning taking the photo of the opening ceremony? Yep, as the photographer here, it seemed appropriate. (laughs) 
how long have you been in business? Um, 20 years next year. Wow. And what, what kind of things do you cover? So, um, as you can see here, I've, I've shown a, a range of commercial photography projects that I do, which is interiors, events, coverage. I also photograph products and things like that. But I teach it, which is one of my big loves. I love teaching photography. So I teach anyone from the age of about seven to the age of 70, really, and above. So anyone with a camera, whether it's a phone or a proper camera, I'll teach them. The idea behind teaching is that it doesn't matter what camera you've got, whether it's an amazing, sophisticated camera with five million lenses or an iPhone, I can teach you how to take a better photograph because it's about the composition, it's not about the technical side of it. If you can compose a good photo, it doesn't matter what camera you've got. Thank you very much and hope it goes really well for you. Thank you very much. Nice to see you guys. The Peapod Events Guide. What's on in the Petersphere? The Petersfield Museum presents the Gordon Rushmer, a World in Watercolour exhibition from December the 6th until February the 25th. Immerse yourself in the emotive watercolours from this highly regarded local landscape painter. More details can be found on the museum's website. A Christmas Carol is coming to the Phoenix Theatre and Arts Centre in Borden on Friday the 9th of December. The production starts at 7.30pm. Tickets can be purchased from the theatre's website and are £14 each. It's the Petersfield Christmas Festival Market on Sunday the 11th of December. Taking place in the square with a new format and longer opening hours, you'll find a festive wonderland full of awesome stalls and more from 10 until 4. And Beedells is hosting a Christmas carol concert on Tuesday the 13th of December at All Saints Church in Steep. The concert starts at 7pm and is free to attend, celebrating the end of the school term and the beginning of the festive season. If you'd rather stay in, there's always your local radio station, Shine Radio, to listen to. Available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There's a new episode of The Ticket to listen to. Join Laura Shepherd as she highlights some of the arts and entertainment taking place in the Petersphere. To listen to The Ticket and other programmes, go to shineradio.uk, bringing you also a brighter mix of great music, local news and information. If you're running an event, get it in the guide at shineradio.uk. Zone 3, and we're at the List Forest Ballet School. Hello, hi. Hello. Can you introduce yourself and, and tell us what you do at List Ballet School, please? Yes, I'm Yolande Parkin, and I teach mainly Chiquetti Classical Ballet, but we also do contemporary. Uh, we are called List Forest Ballet School, but we are based in Gretham and in Lis, and also I do an adult ballet class for those who've danced before in Petersfield, which is why I'm here today. And we have enormous fun. I'd start from the age of four with children when they're in reception year, and I go all the way up to 18, and sometimes they don't leave. They stay and they, they come back, which is just lovely. And if you've done classical ballet, there's nothing that comes near it because the music, the way it works, and it's also perfect, those people who don't like sport. So all those girls who don't want to do sport at school and their mums can't get them to do exercise, come to ballet, come to dance. With, with dance, it's social, it's friendly. They invariably have a new set of friends that they're not at school with. And they can learn a skill which actually becomes a life skill because it gives them confidence, teaches them how to stand well, makes them fit and healthy and and it's just something once they start they just carry on and on and on and on and it just becomes part of life and how can our listeners get hold of you or find out more information right i have a website which is called list forest ballet school 
I'm also on Instagram and I'm also on Facebook. Just look for Liz Forest Valley School and all the details are there. And also at the halls where I am, Gretchen Village Hall, Peacefield Community Centre and the Liz Triangle Centre on Saturday mornings. I have my postcards there in the halls so you can come pick a postcard up. Excellent. Thank you very much indeed and hope it goes well. Thank you. We've had a quick cup of tea uh, and we've started at the beginning of the Small Business Fair, Claire. And we are by the Peacefield Open Air Swimming Pool. And we're just about to talk to Linda. Hi, Linda, how are you? Hi, Claire, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Very good, good to see you again. Oh, great, yes, always nice to see your smiling face. So the pool is closed because it certainly is, yes. It's closed for winter. We're, we're um, getting ready, obviously, to, um, to open it up next season. But in the meantime, we are selling beautiful prints of the pool to remind you of summer, and they're going to make some really, really good Christmas gifts. Oh, they are lovely. And some people might want them in their bathroom or or around the house and that sort of thing. But what we are doing is um, uh, we've got a buy a brick campaign where you can buy a tile um, and it will be permanently fixed on the side, on the wall as you come into the pool with your name or your family's name on there. um, And it will make a lovely gift for £35 to always have a name at the pool. These, these prints, they about 19, look like 1950s, 60s prints. That's right. They're made by an artist, uh, commissioned by an artist called Chris Gibson from Chichester. And he has made some Art Deco style prints from the local area. But there are two styles that you see that as you come to the entrance of the pool, they're in very, very large format there. Um, but we have got them in greetings cards, um, postcards and indeed prints for around the home. Now, if someone's listening to this, they obviously can't come to the, the small business fair today. How would they be able to purchase the prints if they'd like to? So very soon we're going to launch them um, so that you can purchase them via our website. So if you go to the website, Petersfield Pool, and if you can't find them on the, on our online shop, then do email the pool. The contact address is on our website. Uh, email us and we can make that transaction and send you the prints. And I must apologise. Claire and I were going to come along for an early morning swim, 6 o'clock. And we never got round to it. We seem to be so busy the whole summer. Oh, Joff, don't worry. We'll make sure that you can get there. It'll be the first in um, when, when we open. I did see the cold, um, the cold um, swimming you were yes, offering. Yes, that was incredibly popular. Was it? Yes, all the way through to the end of October. Every weekend and on a Tuesday and Thursday, we had it open for a few hours for those brave people to, to, to get into there. And it was incredibly popular. Would you consider opening the pool a little bit earlier for some cold water Absolutely, swimming? Absolutely, yes. We are considering, we call it the, the shoulder season. But yes, as we're walk, r- ramping the pool um, water temperature up, which takes about two to three weeks, uh, we're likely to, uh, to allow people to, to enjoy the pool at a colder temperature if they'd like to. Brilliant. We are so lucky to have such a gorgeous open air pool. You certainly are. Thank you and, very much. Uh, yeah, thank you. And I'm just handing the microphone to Councillor Paul Milner, who's got an exclusive. Thank you. So I'm here partly um, to be a, a trustee of the swimming pool, along with Linda, and partly because we helped sponsor the town council helped sponsor the event, which is a small business fair. To get you know, we gave the initial seed funding for this, so to get up and running with Beth Swarovska. But uh, also, as a consequence of this event, you may notice that there's a town crier very noisy outside. We have decided as a town to officially have a town crier. So in the last council, it was voted on and approved. Uh, We will be conducting um, or asking for candidates to come forward this month. And hopefully in the new year, we'll be having um, uh, a cry-off where the the candidates get to test each other. You're welcome to come along and, and listen to that. And hopefully we'll be able to appoint a, a new official town crier, one of about 200 in the country, for the town of Petersfield in the new year. 
Paul, thank you very much indeed. I know there'll be a lot of excited people who think they could do that job. Claire? I'm nominating you. Uh, I was going to say Joff. I thought you were going to put yourself forward. <laughs> we couldn't wait any longer. We have come to Dolomite Brewery and we're speaking to you. How are you this morning, Hugh? Uh, very well, thank you, Joff. Yeah, nice to meet you. And you. So, what have we got on offer here? Um, today I'm uh, showcasing my, my beer that I've made um, under Dolomite Brewery. Uh, we have a West Coast um, IPA. It's an American-style IPA. And, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to see what, if people like it. I'm trying to gauge interest in potentially um, brewing more craft beer in and around Petersfield. If there's, um, you know, a demand for it, could we set something up uh, as a community or just, you know, um, just trying to find out really what, what people want from their, from their beer in, in so the town. So this, yeah. this is you just in your, in your own back garden setting up this? Um, yeah, I, I do a kind of a mixture. I am a brewer. I've been brewing for seven or eight years now. So I brew for another brewery just outside Chichester. I live in Petersfield. So yeah, I'd like to try and set something up here. Oh, a, a Petersfield microbrewery. Oh. I like the sound of it. So is there a particular taste that you think Petersfield has in regards to a beer? Good question. Um, well, I think um, I think a lot of the residents in Petersfield will be open to lots of different um, beer styles and different flavours. I don't think uh, we'd, we'd stop at one one particular beer. We could have lots of different flavours and, and uh, different characteristics to, to the beers that we sell. Yeah. And of course there is quite a history with Petersfield and breweries as well. So it'd be great to have one in our town. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Berriton as well, nearby, hop growing area. Um, breweries in you know, uh, here and further down the road as well. It's, it's, it's a place that's, that's liked beer in, in the past. So yeah. I'm going to have a little taste. I've got to say, now it's 5.3%, is that right? It does not feel like a 5.3% percent beer which i think is a is a great thing it's it, sometimes the the strong of the beer it's 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 harder to taste the harder to swallow that type of thing but this is a real smooth drink which i could quite easily get enjoy enjoy i was going to say get in love with but that sounds a bit wrong <laughs> well hugh it's been great talking to you thank you very much we look forward to seeing more of your beer around petersfield Thank you very much, guys. Have a good day. Right, we've, we've sadly had to leave Dolomite Brewery and we've moved along to the Eco B&B. Hello, how are you? I'm all right, thank you. Yes. So, tell us a little bit about yourself and what we've got here. Okay, well, um, we're at um, Eco B&B in Sheet in Petersfield next to the church and it was built in 2016. Um, I'm, my profession is I'm an architect and I'm very interested in climate type, um, eco type materials. So um, we built it in 2016 and we brought our grade two listed brick cottage into the 21st century. So we try to keep everything at carbon zero. So the whole thing's been built with wood. It's a wood frame, wood insulation, glass foam aggregate for floors, which is glass that's been recycled. And so we brought that into the furnishings and now we provide a very, very comfortable stay. And people come to stay, they can actually enjoy a very, very pleasant space that really is um, at top mark. So, yeah. And how can, how can our listeners find out more about you? We have our website, which is ecobnb.uk. And they can come and find us there. And we also, if they want to, they can book us through Airbnb. And that's also under the same name. So, yeah. 
the photos here look beautiful. It's quite an interesting thing to transform a grade two listed building to be an eco building. That must have been quite a challenge. It was huge, absolutely huge, um, but really passionate about it. And we've always felt the same about the, um, wanting to use those sorts of materials and also really wanting to show people that you can actually build carbon zero on a budget, which is what we did. And I just wanted to prove it to the developers out there who feel that they can't. Very good. And is your story on your website as well? Yeah, we're on the website. It's all on there. Excellent. I look forward to hearing it. I look forward to reading it, actually. Well, thanks very much. Thank it's very lovely much to meet you. We have come to our final store of the morning, and it is Susan Orange, Chartered Arts and Antique Surveyor. Hello, Susan. How are you? I'm very well, thank you very much. And how's it gone this morning? It's been good. We've had a steady flow of people coming in and having a look, so um, it's been very good. And what is it you offer? I'm an antiques valuer, so I do a bit of everything. I do valuations for sale, for probate, for insurance, and I even do some loss adjusting as well. Now, with the increase in antiques shows on the telly, are more and more people looking in their in their lofts, in their garages, for those antiques? Quite right, they are. And I, in <laughs> fact, have done some of the television myself, done Flog It and Bargain Hunt, and so, yes, it's, all, it's, a, it's a very popular television programme about antiques. Everybody loves it, and the social history of, aspect of it, and so it's all, always good. You always have a look. You've got some items here on display in your stand here. Can you explain a bit more what you have here to show people? I've got a number of different items. So I've got a, a Japanese Imari bowl here, and I've got a Chinese tea bowl, and I've got some English, a new hall, 18th century. The factory didn't go for very long. It's to sort of show people the differences between the different porcelains. I've got Hornby train set. Who doesn't love a train set, especially at Christmas? <laughs> And I've got some mystery items, but I suppose I can't really explain this over the it airways. Look, it, it looks like a plunger. <laughs> Everybody keeps saying, is it a giant plunger? It's in fact a washing dolly, copper washing dolly. Ah. And what about this item here? How do we describe this? It's stoneware. It's got a, um, a hole in the middle and a, a draining hole. I, I was going to think like an, an incense holder of some sort or a, a, you know what I mean? We haven't had that one before. <laughs> it's, it's actually, and wait for this, it might be a bit disgusting, but it's a spittoon. Ah, And so <laughs> with chewing tobacco, people would spit into them. And they thought after the 1918 flu ap ap epidemic, they thought it's really quite unhygienic. So these would have been in public places and people would have spat into them, but they've got rid of them now. Oh, shame. I <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness for that. And so, an old-fashioned spittoon, what would, if someone came across one of those in their garage, what could one of those be worth? It's not really going to make their fortune. Isn't it? Ah. It's not something we really use today. <laughs> it's not going to be the final article on the so, Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> yes, it's, it might buy you a cup of coffee. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You've got some great items here, Susan. It's been really interesting talking to you. Thank you so much. No, well, thank you very much. Yes, it's been great.
We've come outside to the freezing cold and we are joined by Stu, the chimney sweep. Stu, how's it going? Yeah, good. It's really good. I'm really enjoying it today. Lots of footfall. It's, um, it's great. There's been a really interesting mix of different small independent businesses here. You being a chimney sweep, I didn't expect to see a chimney sweep here. How's it been this morning? It's been really good. A lot of people actually are saying this morning they've got gas fires and they're going to open them up. They're going to rip out the gas fires buy a grate, put a grate in, have an open fire for Christmas. So a couple of customers have asked me to pop round and, um, and look at their fires in the next couple of weeks. Oh, that's really good news. Yeah. Now, I hear you're not just a chimney sweep. No, that's right. I, well, I am just a chimney sweep, but I also do weddings as well. So if anybody needs a lucky chimney sweep, because chimney sweeps are very lucky for weddings, I'm available for this service as well. So, Stu, how can someone get hold of you? Um, on if you go to Stew the Flu and go onto my website, onto the contact page, and that will come directly through to me, and I will respond within 24 hours. Stu, thank you very much, and thank you for joining us. No worries. Have a good day. Thank See you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. We're now joined by Damien Hines, MP for the local area. Damien, how are you? I'm doing really well. Thanks very much. It's lovely to be here. It's great to see so many fantastic local businesses exhibiting here and there's a real buzz around the place at Winton House there's loads of interesting stuff and how important is an event like this to a town like Petersfield well I think it just brings people together and you sometimes don't necessarily realize all the interesting things that there are I always say as an MP I'm like immensely privileged in, well, in lots of ways but one of them is I get to go out and visit all sorts of really fascinating companies. Um, a few of them here today, micro-businesses especially, um, but it's all part of our kind of rich local tapestry. Small businesses, including micro-businesses, really are the backbone of our local economy. We don't have like a big employer. We have lots and lots of small employers, and that's really important actually to, for lots and lots of reasons in our area, including employment opportunities for younger people. And in Petersfield, we are very lucky to have a lot of fabulous independent small businesses. What can we be doing to help support them more? Coming up to Christmas, that's a great time to do it. Doesn't mean you have to like stop shopping at some other some other shop, but just look around, see what there is, and you will discover like interesting stuff, stuff you want to buy, actually at a good price, and it will have that it will have that specialness about it, won't it? It'll be a bit less kind of samey, a bit unique, and you'll know that you're supporting your local area. And do you think this is the first Petersfield Small Business Fair. Do you think this is something that can continue on a, on a regular basis every year? I definitely do. I want to pay tribute to Beth, who's done, a, I think, a, a lot, maybe all of most of the organising to it. She's a bit of a force of nature, as many people will know. Um, it is a lot of work putting something like this together, but I think I, I really suspect it's going to grow uh, and grow, actually, and I think it will be possible. I hope it will be possible to do it in, in future years because already, you know, the people I've spoken to here, they've really found it interesting and really, really useful. What's caught your eye, then? I know you've only just arrived, but so is there something that's caught your eye? So, so far, well, I've been looking at the, uh, the, open, air, uh, the op- open air pool stuff, which is, really, which is really interesting, but actually, in particular, Susan Orange's uh, uh, Antiques Valuation Service. Susan's got a brilliant display here today, including a spittoon. I'm not sure I've ever seen a spittoon in my life before, but that was really fascinating. And lots of other things, actually, uh, that uh, the punter can come and try and guess what they are. Um, and actually, it's a great, actually, it's a brilliant way of bringing Susan's business alive, just like there's other stalls here, which in different ways are also bringing other people's business alive. I haven't yet been to the real ale bringing alive uh, opportunity, but I maybe hope, hope to have a small opportunity to do that <laughs> before I go. Well, we have, and we recommend it, don't we? We do off. recommend it. 
Damien, thank you very much thank for joining us and enjoy your trip round. Brilliant, thanks very much. Nice to thank see you. Thank you, nice to see you. And so we come to the end of this week's Peapod. Thank you for joining us. Thanks also to our guests, Beth Svaroska, Peter Clist, Damien Hines and everyone here at the Small Business Fair. Thanks also to John Walker, Susie Wilde and our amazing editor, M. Sefton-Smith and of course the Shine Radio team. We end this week's Peapod with music from local band Astro Moda and their new song, More To You. So from Claire and I this week, bye! bye. There's a girl out there who is crying now She sobs all day cause there's no way out All her friends think that she's okay And her mom tells others it's just a fake
Shine Radio is the home of doorstep carols in Petersfield. Next Wednesday night, it's doorstep carols on Petersfield Shine Radio. Sing along with the radio to all your Christmas favourites. Grab a copy of this week's Petersfield Post for all the sing-along words and then turn up Shine Radio next Wednesday night at 6. All you need is your best singing voice, the words from the Petersfield Post, Shine Radio turned up loud, oh, and a doorstep, that would help. Grab a copy of the Petersfield Post for all the words and then sing along with the radio next Wednesday night at 6. See you on the doorstep.